that banging in your house or that fucking banging in my house? I don't know. I live alone, so I fucking hope it's not banging <gasps> in my house. <laughs> You'll do a seance, come on. If I, well, I tell you, if anyone was going to murder me, that would be a good time to save me having to come up with this fucking quote. <laughs> <laughs> think, about the, think, about, think about the promotion we'd get for the podcast. Sorry, think about the promotion I'd get. You'll get, yeah. I'd be exactly. fucking dead. Mental. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome along to Straight Talking Mental Health, this weekly podcast where we talk straight about mental health. So it's all pretty self-explanatory. But we feel the only way to tackle mental health issues is head on. So you'll hear how we do it with myself, Peter Dunn, and this dude here... Alan Clark. Now, you can check us out on previous episodes where we dig into the likes of anxiety, suicide, uh, sexual abuse, self-esteem, trauma, adolescence, loneliness, and loads, loads more. So this week, we're going to be talking about depression. And we're going to try and keep it lighthearted as we speak about depression. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I can. (laughs) If you want to check us out, by the way, online, you can get us on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram as well. You can follow the hashtag STMH. You can get in touch uh, on email, straighttalkingpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, How's the head, dude? Yeah, all right, man. Yeah, yeah, still still flat out of work. Had had an interesting one there today. I've literally been on the go since quarter past seven this morning. Uh, we're recording this at quarter to nine now at night and literally been on the go all day. So I had time in between. I went and got my hair cut and a couple of young lads in the in the barbers. Uh, fucking young, early, early 20s, like, you know. And we're in there and one of the songs came on and Ludacris was on one of the songs. I was like, oh, Luda. I said, oh, fucking Luda. Luda's got a great flow. Like, oh, who, who's that? Who's that? I said, Ludacris, your man, your man is rapping there. And uh, they were like, oh, yeah, is that who that is? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, what else is he on? I started naming a few ludicrous songs. I said, yeah, he's got a great flow. I said, I tell you, I said, the man with the best flow is Method Man. Who's Method Man? I was like, oh, fucking no. Method Man at Wu-Tang. And your man's like, oh, yeah, I know Wu-Tang Clan. So I started schooling the young lads in there on all the 90s hip-hop, like, and uh, his class, your man's like, oh, he said, oh, the last boss I had here, he used to give out shite if there was anyone kind of your age not to be playing any of the rap music. You know, no I, was like, I said, you know what we should have done? We should have set it up. You should have said to me, you come in one day and then put it on. And if he says that and you turn around to me and go, excuse me, sir, that I have never met in my entire life. What do you think about this song? <laughs> oh, man, that's a fucking banger. Pump that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so I had them playing Gangstar. I was telling them some of the stories about oh, Guru brilliant. and... Um, told him the story about obviously the new biggie like and they said I said oh I said well. yeah yeah mm. but um, I remember Guru telling us a story about and it has it on the album The Moment of Truth he got caught with the gun at LAX mm. were you there when he was talking about that at the gig or I, I can't no, remember if I, I was having the conversation I had the conversation with him I think I was stealing uh, free sandwiches at the time <laughs> I was a student <laughs> and I had the conversation with him about uh, about the gun about getting caught at LAX mm. with the gun and he said well it was after Biggie got shot we were heading to the west coast I didn't know I was going to get fucking popped mm. that's that's why he was caught with the gun I was like oh man for the fucking inside, inside knowledge you go, uh, yeah. so I was telling the boys the story like yeah it was because after Biggie got shot and so we were giving, giving it all of that like you yeah. know <laughs> I was going like, in getting the skin fade it's like I say you're looking at this lad's fucking too old and getting the skin fade <laughs> like, he's like no man you're fucking savage you're cool like telling them about the podcast and all of that like you know oh, telling nice them Telling them we used to do the rapping and stuff like that. Oh man, you know, spit some bars. Feel free to spit some bars. I'm like, man, I'm in getting a fucking haircut. Like, 
<laughs> so that, that 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 was my day today. And an interesting one the other day. Um, as you say, what's is there an episode where we don't mention Tinder? Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 frequently happens is when I tell someone what I do, they stop messaging. Oh uh, yeah, they don't want to. I get down, unmatched. Yeah. yeah, I get blocked. And, uh, you know, people would say, well, why not just fucking tell them? Why don't you not tell them? I was like, because it just whittles them out. <laughs> mm. it, it whittles them out from the start. They go, well, let's see how you react to this. Uh, it sounds like I'm fucking name dropping here with Guru, but uh, uh, I, I'm a huge, well, was a, a massive, massive Ben Howard fan. Didn't like didn't like his newer stuff, but serious sat fanboy to the point that James's middle name is Benjamin after <laughs> Ben Howard and Ben Affleck. My, 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 my favourite Ben's. Um... And he was playing in the Olympia and we were walking past the Olympia to get something to eat before the gig and he just walked past. I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh Ben, you get the fuck off. Oh look, I just got a, just got a few minutes. He was going in to grab a pint. I was like, all right, Grant. So I was like, fuck it. Where else am I going to get the chance? So I walked into the pub after him. He was there with his girlfriend and manager or agent or whoever it was. Mm. And uh, I said, uh, you know, I can get you a pint. He's like, oh, there's a few of us. I said, oh, no, that's grand. So I sat there, had a pint with him for... Half an hour, 40 minutes. He was fucking dead so. Oh, way. Yeah, yeah. Dead. Really, really nice wow. guy. Yeah. Um, he was saying, oh, what do you do? And I didn't say a psychotherapist. And uh, I said, uh, I said, oh, I'm a counsellor. Uh, and he said, oh, what, what kind of counsellor? And I was like, uh, uh, psychotherapist. Oh, 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 right, right. <laughs> but I get that re- I get that reaction a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. I was chatting to him. To me, my ex at the time was chatting to his missus. And he was dead sound. But hmm. then I think he kind of cr- fucking climbed up his own hole for the newer music. I think, I think to be honest, I think he suffers with a little bit of anxiety or depression himself. He can hear a lot of it in some of his music. But I mm. think maybe it's why he doesn't interact with the crowd that, that much. Um, mm. As you say, a lot of people who are involved in the industry come from a, a place of pain. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. yeah so I was a huge, huge fan. Yeah. Thankfully, Dermot Kennedy has, has filled that void. <laughs> For <laughs> now. By, by me. Yeah, yeah. Up his own hole. Don't crawl up your own heart, Dermot. You're, you're a good man. I think he's a Kildare man. He's just on the border there. I think, I he, think he's up around. Uh, he's right. I think he's at Sagart, maybe Ratcool. He's, he's he's right there at the edge. Kilteel, I think. Yeah, he's close enough. Close enough. But I was like, yeah. oh, no, do. don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> give, give, me a good, give, me, give me a couple of more good albums. You can fucking climb back up your own hole then and, until I find <laughs> someone else. <laughs> Newton Faulkner's been serving me well. He's been doing good. He's always been consistent in, in a couple of years. Uh, oh, let me, let me ask you, have you been wearing a mask? I have, yeah. In, in the shops. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you find them? I fucking hate them I can't breathe with them at all I hate the fucking don't notice any difference to be honest with you really just uh, I don't know no just, no yeah what it made me aware of was you know people that might have anxiety or panic attacks you know be very susceptible to find it difficult to breathe and you know what, what are you supposed to do go into Tesco's and go someone stops you saying you're supposed to wear a mask what are you supposed to say I fucking can't because I'm going to have a fucking panic attack I think you can like it's not mandatory mm. to wear a mask. Well, it is, but well, no, it's not. It's, it's up to be... the it's up to the premises to decide whether you should wear a mask or not. But but I, but think I thought it was if, if there isn't a screen from a doctor to say yeah, well, what are you supposed to do? You're this. supposed to go into the do- you're supposed to go into your man standing in fucking Tesco's and yeah. say, well, here's me uh, yeah, here, here's me letter from the doctor to say actually uh, this is a fucking re-triggering trauma experience for me. I I don't know if you've noticed it, but the people I've seen that haven't been. The the majority of the people I haven't seen wearing it, perhaps xenophobic, non-nationals. That's Didn't that's, that's that. what I've been seeing. Keep an eye out yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I've noticed. But it, would it not be easier for people who suffer from anxiety to wear a mask and a pair of sunglasses and walk around? Because, like, 90% no, of your face is covered. Having, yeah, but it, no, but it's having something over your mouth. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, it's difficult. You know, it's difficult to read. But it, it's well, I, that's a psychological thing. Yeah. But did sure, you see the doctor sure, who did uh, six face masks and yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't but it is yeah, of course it's psychological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if but what, you what suffer about from someone that's been anxiety yeah, about, and it's a social issue, and you get yeah. to cover most of your face and oh, yeah, you well, hope that nobody sees around, you, yeah. you, just go in and but out. What, and what about thing. someone that was suffocated or stuff like that? Like you know, what are you supposed to do? Get into that fucking conversation, but. Your man in Tesco's. This is actually uh, re-triggering my trauma. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Can you get me. something from your doctor to say, yeah, look, um, well, there's a, a, you an issue get here. Something and possibly, but yeah, but, but I, and I wouldn't have any problem with things over my face at all. Mm. But I only have one to have one the reusable ones. You know, I'm trying to be environmentally conscious. But fuck me, man, I struggle with it. I can't wait to get that joke off my face. Mm. You're going to be here for a while, dude. Yeah, but looks yeah, not going away anytime soon. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's been that's been my week. I don't think there's been anything else. What's been going on with you, man? You were you were off to the zoo, zoo, zoo. Went to the zoo last Sunday, and um, yeah, really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool going around one Did way, it? and uh, yeah, like we went in first thing, so it was really kind of chilled out. Yeah, we were there as well, relaxing and. Uh, funny if we were walking around it, and uh, it took us about four hours to go around, stop for a picnic, and everything. What? I oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> and I, I turned around to Laura one stage and went. Alan said an hour and 15 minutes. What did he do? Fucking kick the child around the place. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's that? Giraffe, giraffe. You know what a giraffe looks like. Come on, the fuck. Come on, elephant, elephant. No, come on, the fuck. Go, 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 go. <laughs> oh, James, can we go now? <laughs> you know. and the, weather, the weather was fairly shite when we were walking around. It was... Mm. It was it had been raining as well, but well, yeah. at least you enjoyed it. I, did, I didn't enjoy it. Um, I thought we, we got to see most things. Didn't get to do the yeah. indoor stuff, obviously, but like yeah, social yeah. distancing, me bollocks, because it started to piss rain at one stage. What did I say to you, man? About 100 people, including myself and the kids and the wife, all huddled under a tree going, yeah, social distancing, me arse, you know? What did I say to you? I said to you, I had a client come into me there last week and she, she was, she'd been down in the village before. Uh, before she came into the office and she's like, like I was down and this was on a Tuesday she's like I was down in the village and it's packed and it's like and it's like I fucking said this man You, we talked about it in lockdown you said no people will change I said, people won't change man and people are fucking idiots <laughs> There's, the, the social distancing has gone out the fucking window like mm. <laughs> you, you, you know you said it yourself there there's a hundred people hundred un, huddled under the tree mm. too quick to go back to the old ways man I told you we were that way for too long I don't know I still think that you'll see a big crowd and you'll go oh no fucking social distancing there I wouldn't step in the middle of that or mm. you know mm. I wouldn't go into a pub that's packed and not adhering to social distancing you yeah, know I wouldn't wait in a big fucked, huddle outside <laughs> to get into a pub or anything like that you know yeah, you yeah. know so, I don't know. But you, enjoy, you enjoyed the zoo? <laughs> yeah, it was good crack. Really enjoyed it. Good. Kids like and, it? Uh, oh, shit, they loved it. Absolutely. Good. And uh, obsessed with the playgrounds that were closed, as usual. You know? <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Everything they I want to go in there in. because I can't go in there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. The young yeah. lad is one and he loved going over to the bins <laughs> to have a look inside and see what's in the bins and you're dragging away and going, oh! Which just eggs him on to go to the next bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as you do. But um, yeah, it was good. It was good. (laughs) Oh, once this wants to see you get that reaction. Yeah, that's it. I I was walking back from. I was walking back from house with James the other day, and out of nowhere, he turned around. He goes, "Ooh, ah, up the ra." I, geez, I doubled over. I was like, why did you hear that? And of course, he seen the reaction. Like, I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so, yeah. of course, what did he keep saying then? And he'd be looking yeah. at me, ooh, ah, up the ra. So I texted, he said, oh, my mammy. 
uh, James has this thing that he calls since he's been a baby he can't say my mammy he says Miami oh very good <laughs> so it's Miami he's like, oh have you been to Miami <laughs> but he's like oh you heard it off Miami so I text his text his mad and joke and say, like, oh he's going around saying fucking ooh off the ra she says oh we do be slagging me granny she likes those rebel songs and we do say she's in the ra so they do slacker then going ooh out the ra so I was in fucking nowhere and then he kept saying it's like man don't be saying yeah. that all the time don't be careful when you're saying that yeah. why I'm like uh, some people don't like it when you say things like that <laughs> 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 or, or else the fucking provost will be knocking on the doors trying to sign you up like <laughs> or Sinn Féin one or the other it's all the same you know what I mean there's no difference <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to distance myself from Peter's comments <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you. You're wearing a balaclava. Sorry. More apolitical. So you had to do anything else? Nothing else going on with you? Um, do you know what I started uh, yesterday? I started intermittent fasting. Did you ever hear of intermittent fasting? I've been looking at that fasting? before, yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been thinking about doing it. I've been thinking about doing it myself. It's, uh, it's pretty easy. All mm. you do is you don't eat breakfast. That's it. I'd be the other way, you see, because I'm generally in the office from the afternoon to, to night. So I'd probably be better eating earlier and then just go to bed when I get in. <laughs> well, there's a couple of ways you can do it. I'm mm. going for the 16-8, where mm, you don't mm. eat for 16 hours and you only eat during an eight-hour window. So it might be crabby yeah. as fuck during this. I, how, how is that different? Uh, You've been doing this all the time, have you? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pull you up on that one now. <laughs> yeah, bollocks, yeah. You're fucking pulling me up last week for fucking sports or Um... But yeah, I started it yesterday and uh, yeah, it was fine. Um, you're, you're asleep for eight hours anyway, so you're halfway mm-hmm. there, you know. Yeah, and you, yeah, yeah. I don't eat from eight o'clock at night until 12 o'clock the next day. And then from 12 to eight, I'll eat what I normally do. And the benefits are supposed to be excellent, you know, psychologically, yeah, yeah, physically. Yeah, yeah. You know, you um, your body basically eats into the stored fat. So if you've got yeah, like visceral yeah, fat, yeah, like a lot of yeah. dad's wood around the belly. Yeah, dad bod. Um, yep, that just eats away at them. Uh, it mm. regulates your insulin as well. Yeah, it's just a very good lifestyle. Now, you don't yeah. have to do it every day. Yeah, if yeah, I can yeah. do it four out of seven, I'm happy enough. But some people mm. will actually mm. 24 hours fasting one day a week. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that yeah. shit. That's not me. Fuck that but shit. Is right. It's simple as drink as much water as you want. If you drink a bit of green tea or black tea or black <laughs> Ooh, coffee, drink or all the water. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it fills you up. You don't really notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, started it and yeah, I'm. Right, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll have to give yeah, it a let, let us know how it goes. Keep, yeah. keep, keep I'll, I'll keep give you a weekly update on my crabbiness. Um, yeah, I've, look, no, I've looked at it a couple of times and something has come up or oh, look I've just fucking found an excuse but mm. work can be fucking you know I have funny hours you know so it kind of gets in the way and yeah, like, that's oh, so if far, I do that yeah. then I literally won't be fucking eating for but you could change your hours every day yeah you know? yeah you don't have to yeah. stick to the same yeah, look pattern but like yeah. you could do it as I'm saying to you three four times a, a week mm. you know and uh, it's not like um, ketosis you know the, yeah, the keto yeah, diet yeah. where you go yeah. in a state of ketosis you do kind of with intermittent fasting but you don't actually mm. uh, you come out of it once you eat you know but mm. it, it kind of goes back to you probably know more about this than I do caveman times when yeah, you might yeah, yeah. eat for 24 hours because you can't find that fucking saber tooth tiger to stab and yeah. drag home we'll, we'll, we'll do one we haven't no we haven't no we will we'll do one on food um, why, why, yeah. we, why we crave the foods we crave like why we really? crave fatty foods why we crave sugar Mm. and where you don't fucking crave a salad that's something we will tackle in this episode just a little bit we'll touch on in terms of uh, depression 
Mm. So, mm. Um, so this week we are discussing the wonderful topic of depression. Yay! Oh, hang on, hang on. Before before we do, sorry, because uh, because I, I I get the praise off the clients that would listen to the to the podcast. Oh, cool. And uh, and I've one client and he recommended it to his friend and his friend came back and said, oh, you know, it's really good, really liked it. You can you can tell their friends makes it really relatable. Mm. And then uh, the same client that was last week and then he was in today and he goes, oh, listen to your to the episode on self-esteem so I know oh, yeah. I know he listens to it uh, I know he listens to the episodes uh, and he's like oh really good you know really 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 enjoyed it really really interesting stuff so great stuff give you the props as well on the man you know I, oh, I man, hear thank it, you so, so much let, let you let you hear us as well um, I do not I just hit the record button and you do the rest uh, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> what's that called what's that called what am I trying to do deflect Deflect praise instead of take the compliment. There man. you go. There do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what else was thinking? Do you know what else was thinking during the week? We we got to get a fucking campaign to. I'm not, I'm not sure on on exactly what it is, but to have notions. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. To have yeah, notions, we, yeah. We got to get fucking. We got to yeah. get something about having notions. All right, to have notions. Hashtag have notions. Brilliant. I love you know it. some something like that. Yeah, I can encourage people to fucking treat yourself. Brilliant. Let's do that. Let's do that shit. Yeah. Hashtag, Has- have, hashtag notions. have notions. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. And yeah. let us know your notions and let us know what your. Uh, yeah. I got tagged in a photograph on Facebook the other day. Uh, Sarah, that's the, the manager down in Chalk Dara, she had a face mask that has notions on it. Has oh, notions on it. Brilliant. I must ask her, can I, can, can I share it on the. Can we yeah. share it on the social oh, media? Oh, that sounds so brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, hashtag have notions or something hashtag like have that. Notions. I love it. Hashtag brilliant. Have notions. Let's do this thing. Sorry, have notions. Now, um, depression. Depression, yes. <laughs> now, with all that being said, we've had the crack down. <laughs> let's yeah, let's fucking bring you right back down. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, well, look, the, depression is something we do have to discuss because it's so mm. bloody, it's so rampant. And, yeah. um, you know, we have a lot of people to get in touch who want us to discuss depression and touch on it and go into a detail in a, a few different ways. So um, basically explain to somebody who's never been depressed what is depression. You jammy bastard. <laughs> that's what I would say to somebody that's never been depressed. <laughs> You're very lucky if you haven't. Um, you know, I suppose when, when we think of when we think of depression, we think of sadness. But I mean, sadness is a it's a kind of natural emotion that we all that we all experience. You know, whether it's the end of a job, end of a relationship, death of a loved one, we all we all feel sad. Um, usually, usually triggered by uh, kind of a specific event or. A, situation or something like that depression depression can come on you at any time um, mm. and it doesn't necessarily have to have a an external trigger kind of like the difference between stress and anxiety stress being a reaction to an external um, external cause anxiety being an internal okay yeah. depression is probably more the internal now it doesn't mean that we don't get depressed after something has happened after external factors mm. but it, it, it it's, a, it's not just sad it's a sort of it's a Feeling about hopelessness. So is is sadness temporary? Uh, yeah, can be, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably more temporary than than, than depression. Will yeah, be. yeah, you know, people can be depressed for for years. Mm. Why do we get depressed? Just jumping straight in there, man. I was going to fucking, <laughs> I was going to uh, <laughs> the deep end. You know, I thought we thought we talk a little bit more about it, and uh, and then I say why why? But just you fucking jump straight oh, in there, man. You're, gotcha. you're, you're, you're straight in, no kissing, huh? Dude, I'm I'm bursting go for slash. So come on, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Here, come on, I go for slash. Me too. Let's do it. <laughs> P is still P is still gone. It's reminding me of the uh, 
of the Peter K sketch called How Long Do Dads Piss For? Oh, once a week for fucking 20 minutes. He's still gone. You can enjoy listening back to this beat. <laughs> Well, how Here, here's, a, here's an interesting fact, <laughs> as, as, we, as we made for a splash and dash. Uh, I think it's, uh, I think nearly all mammals piss for about 15 seconds. They don't Same know Same size bladders. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, depression. Um, depression. So. Well, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what depression is. Mm. Uh, let's, let's, let's say what, what, what causes it and let's look at what it is, uh, what to look out for. Mm. So I've, I've actually found a good one. Um, it, it's an acronym I've, I've never I've never seen before. But aware on on their website, aware would be in association with uh, with depression and stuff like that. They would, mm. they would work with depression. Uh, they had an acronym of festival. Um, so okay, uh, you know if you can if you can remember these, uh, I, I've never seen it before. But it's but it's a good one. Um, so I mean, and it's it's kind of based on the DSM. So the DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. So, hmm. for you know, if you're going to a if you're going to a psychiatrist to be diagnosed with schizophrenia or with bipolar, you have to match x amount of criteria. Okay, yeah. So you have to have like five out of eight. So and for uh, for the kind of diagnosis of depression, it's um, it's something like over a two week period. Um. So you have to have these feelings or these these symptoms, okay. uh, and, and aware in their uh, in their festival acronym, they have um, so the first one F is feeling. So you're feeling sad, feeling anxious, or feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. This would be a very common one I'd see with uh, people with depression. You know, they kind of blame themselves for everything, and you know, okay. as, as you know, and obviously, you know, with depression and the suicide that we spoke about before, I'm a burden. People yeah, would be yeah. better off without me. This is all my fault, uh, that kind of thing. So it's that feeling of sad, feeling anxious, feeling guilty, low energy, feeling tired, feeling fatigued, um, mm. sleeping. So there's then so with the sleeping, you've got uh, insomnia or hypersomnia. So insomnia, difficulty, difficulty sleeping, hypersomnia, sleeping sixteen hours a oh, day. Okay, right. Yeah, and then so there's different kinds of insomnia then as well. So there's three different kinds of insomnia. So there's difficulty falling asleep. Waking up in the middle of the night mm. or waking up at fucking stupid o'clock. You wake up okay. at four or five o'clock in the morning and that's it. You're awake then until, or usually you fucking doze about five minutes before the alarm goes off and you yeah, yeah. you wake up feeling shit as well. So that's the, that's the three different kinds of insomnia or the hypersomnia, which is, which is sleeping too much. Uh, thinking is the, is their one on, on, in festival. Uh, so poor concentration, thoughts slow down. You know, can't can't can't. You know, if you're watching Netflix, you you can't. You know, you might be watching something that's twenty minutes long. You can't maintain concentration. You can't maintain concentration on the on a conversation. Um, mm. You know, just thoughts kind of scattered all over the place. Uh, interest, eye for interest. So loss of interest in hobbies, family, or social life. Uh, value, which is your low self esteem. Aches, physical aches and pains with no physical basis. So there's no physical reason why you'd be having the oh, aches and pains. Okay. And then life. So a loss of interest in living, thinking about death and suicidal thoughts. Mm. 
Um, so you with, have with to have this over two weeks, is it? Over two weeks, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I mean, and so this is and this is why therapy isn't about diagnosing, because well, what if someone only has four of those? Mm. Technically, they don't fit the diagnostic criteria yeah, for yeah. depression. So they're they're the they're the common it's good it's a good it's a good acronym actually I never, you never have come to, across you have it before. to take every letter off to be diagnosed with depression basically uh, that's what they're for, saying with, with or that one um, five or more of the symptoms lasting for a period of two mm. weeks or more so that's a very succinct succinct version of it uh, and then the D, the DSM uh, criteria you know depressed mood most of the day nearly every day uh, diminished interest or pleasure in all or almost all activities most of the day mm. significant weight loss yeah they don't think they have that one do they not mm. no no so on with the wear in their festival one they don't have so weight loss or weight gain Okay. Uh, that's that's another one that'd be very common. Mm. So you know, it'd be one you'd be checking, checking. With, I'd be checking my clients any weight loss, any weight gain. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. after putting on a few pounds or weight loss because they haven't been eating. Mm. Um, so slowing down of thought and reduction of physical movement. So that kind of lethargic fatigue, loss of energy, uh, feelings of worthlessness, yeah. uh, diminished ability to think or concentrate, indecisive, recurrent thoughts of debt, recurrent suicidal. Mm. Um, so yeah so again over a two week two week period and you must have five or more I just five or more okay five or more yeah I didn't see anything and what's in our brain that makes us go there you go you're depressed yeah well it's a a few things Um, so I mean with anxiety we can understand anxiety there's uh, you know there's evolutionary benefits to anxiety Mm. you know kept us safe yeah and, and and I think and this this might might come as a bit of a shock to to people, but there has to be a function to depression, or else it, it, we wouldn't have it. Mm. So there yeah. has to be some purpose. And of course, any person that that has experienced depression, they're not going to be. They're going to be like, "Fuck that shit." <laughs> I don't care what 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 purpose this is. This is this is um, absolutely horrible. Yeah. So we, we can think of anxiety and we think, okay, that's our stress response. That's that's why yeah. we're, um, that's why that would hang around. It's kept us alive, and you know we we covered it in the, um, we covered it in the episode on anxiety. So one of the things, one of the interesting studies at the moment, uh, or some of the interesting bit of research is, there seems to be um, a kind of depressed gene. So they've identified this chromosome, which is uh, 3P25-26. There was a study where um, uh, in, in a was found in more than 800 families with recurrent depression. So 40%, 40, 40% of depression could be nearly traced back to a genetic link. Mm. So if this so, is a chromosome, this is a gene that's been passed on. Yeah. Why is it? Why is it passed on? So it mightn't be uh, any factor as such. It mightn't be down to you, your lifestyle. It might just be because it's... The other 60% could be environmental and other factors, so lifestyle. Yeah. But, you know, 40% can be um, genetic. And then there's, I think the statistic, it varies from what I've read, but there can be between, you know, you're either three, five or eight times more likely to develop depression if, if there's depression in your family. Okay. So again, another gen- whether that's a genetic element or whether that's an mm. environmental element of growing up around it, 
that's what you see. You know, yeah. the old the old expression, you know, we didn't we didn't used to have depression. We used to have took to the bed. And then for anxiety then we had suffer with the nerves. The nerves, yeah. She had a nervous breakdown. Um suffered with the nerves. But is is depression a chemical imbalance? Can be. Yeah, it can be. Again, you know what and you know, this was this was I actually enjoyed I enjoyed doing a bit of research around this. I was like, oh, that's fucking, that's interesting. And it made me buy a new book today. And I need fuck all reasons to buy new books. <laughs> um, Put it down under your expenses. It's grand. We'll cover the cost. I do. Right. That's the great thing about it. That's the great thing. It's a, it's a work expense. Yeah, so that's that's the good thing. Uh, Candles, work expense? No. No, I'm not, I'm not yeah. one of those therapists. Nike golf shop? <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at my top <laughs> yeah um, what, what was the question <laughs> you bought a new book <laughs> I bought, bought a new book yeah so the, yeah so um, so what what, uh, what a lot of research has shown at the minute is or there's been one study that's shown around well first of all let me, let me ask you a question first mm-hmm. do you remember the last time you had a serious cold or a serious flu or the old times when you might have got the man flu, if Laura ever let you get the man flu. No, not allowed. Not allowed to get man flu. No. no. There must have been a time in your life when you had the flu when you were sick. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we've all had yeah. the flu. So when you had the flu, what what did you do? What did that what did that look like? Well, you've no energy for starters. So No energy. You know, yeah, yeah. you don't want to um uh yeah, you, you don't want to interact because you've no energy to keep up mm. with people and yeah, chat. Yeah, Even yeah. sometimes it hurts to listen. Yeah. Um, you know, and trying to react. Um you don't eat. Because you feel like shit, you know yeah. you're supping away in yeah. water. You're taking yeah. um, lemsip drinks or whatever. The yeah, hell. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you're sitting around watching telly. You can't work, and mm. you can't do what you'd normally do if you're into hobbies, activities, yeah. or yeah. you know can't even go out for a pint, go for a meal because yeah. you feel like crap. And <laughs> it's one of those feelings that you think at the time it's never going to get better. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so not going out, low energy, mm. probably irritable. Like a fucking briar when you're when we're sick. Yeah, you know, likely to snap at people. Change in sleep, so you probably can't sleep or you're sleeping loads. You're napping during the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, not eating, change in appetite. Sounds a lot like depression. Mm. So what what the research has shown now is that inflammation seems to be related to depression, and it's not you know it's not in all cases um so you know it's not to say that um everyone that's depressed their their immune system is inflamed and it's not to say that if your immune system is inflamed you'll be mm. depressed but it's about one third okay of a of a correlation between inflammation and depression mm and like so, so kind of inflammatory diseases like arthritis or uh, inflammatory bowel disease, obesity, stress, the likelihood for depression goes way up as a result of of the inflammation. Mm. So this this is kind of interesting new study because what they're talking about now as well can anti-inflammatories maybe be helped in some cases for depression. Okay. Um, so you know and inflammation is the body's first line of attack so if you cut yourself that area becomes all red mm. that's that's the inflammation um, and the kind of the old uh, the old and we've I've talked about it I've mentioned it before of you know we consider the mind body to two two separate things 
Mm. Um, and that's that's what's called dualism, and, and it kind of goes back to Descartes. Uh, so for anyone that's heard the expression, I think therefore I am. That's that's Descartes. Okay. It's very much this this uh, mind body um, thinking. So the old thinking was that the brain was kind of immune privileged. That nothing from the immune system got into the brain. It was a kind of a standalone entity. Oh, okay. Yeah. But now what we're now what we can see is well actually it does. Mm. And it, and it does affect it. So this is, so now you've got inflammation. So there can be these um, inflammatory proteins which affect our brain. And of course, if it affects our brain, it affects our behavior. Mm. So there's a strong correlation at the moment between inflammation and depression. You mentioned there in a festival about, um, you know, aches or injuries that mm. may not exist. Is that similar to what you're talking about now? Inflammation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's the kind of, the, the newer kind of model that they're going, oh, maybe there's there might be something here now. Mm. You know, this 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 could be something, look, and they'll have to do a lot of clinical trials and, you know, medicine can be slow yeah. to, you know, the research can be slow to come. But this is a kind of an interesting area of study around inflammation and it's something I need to look up because, you know, you've been talking about, you know, working out, getting fit, you're doing, the, you know, the intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. No, I know my I know my situation has changed overall, but like I used to, uh, so back in the day, back in the day job, I'd get up every morning, I'd meditate, go to the gym, go to work. Mm. After I had the tumor on my spine, after I had the surgery, that's all gone. Man. Cannot find a fucking motivation. Go to the gym, work out, do exercise. Yeah. Do you have an end goal for going well, to the gym? Yeah, look and look. That's 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 the psychological piece around it. But mm. you know, the other piece for me, and it's something, and it's you know, it's it's something I've heard and uh, you know, conferences I've been at, and you know, around that trauma to the body and the injury. You know, your spine, your spinal cord is connected to your brain, mm. and that trauma to the body. You know, it's something. It's something I need to look at. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's opened this up now for myself. I've gone, oh, I wonder, is there something there around around the area being inflamed? Is, yeah, is yeah. that affecting the immune system? Is that affecting, uh, as this study has shown, are these inflammatory proteins going into my brain? Has that affected my behavior? Has that affected my motivation? Has that affected my mood? Mm. So it's something, it's something, you know, it's something I need to I need to look yeah. at for myself. But it's an interesting area of study. Mm. Um, and... You know, and you know they've done they've done tests around it, and, and this is what they've been seeing. And if that might help with depression, then can we look at um, diets that might uh, lower the inflammation? Mm. So low sugar diets, exercise, meditation, not smoking, yoga, obesity, huge. Uh, there's a huge correlation there between depression. Their you know their immune system is under pressure the whole time. Yeah. Stress. From what you see in your practice, what is the biggest cause of depression? Is it money? Is it health? Is it relationships? I tell you, actually, I tell you what I'm seeing a lot at the moment uh, is that, particularly in the young men um, or men, men in general, is that kind of existential piece. You know, a few people have been affected by COVID. A uh, few people feeling like they're not doing anything with their life. Kind of what we touched on before on the kind of midlife crisis. Mm. Some of them aren't midlife, but I, I I think ultimately, you know, in terms of the psychological causes is that greater gap between where they are versus where they want to be. Okay. Their life not being the way they want to be, and whether that's working a job they don't like, not knowing what they want to do for work, mm. 
wanting to have a relationship, you know, wanting to have yeah. kids, any, anything like that. I, I think that that seems to be a common thing at the moment. Um, I think we all know. have an idea of, you know, if you look into the future, then your life is going to be easier. You have more money, you know, mm-hmm. uh, relationships are going to be easier. Um, you'll be doing more of what you'd like to do. Chances are, no, <laughs> they could end up worse, but we tend to be a little mm-hmm. bit optimistic about the future. Like but I remember hearing that study where did a survey on um, uh, young men and something like 75% swore they were going to be millionaires <laughs> at some stage. <laughs> yeah. Millionaires, you know. Yeah, so yeah, can you imagine yeah. the big letdown when yeah. they're in their 40s going, oh, fuck, another fucking... 25 years of work here unless I win the lotto you know so do we set the bar too high no I, well I mean that's that's in a normal state if you're depressed you don't have you don't have hope but do you become depressed because you have set the bar too high it can be I mean it can be it's not not necessarily I mean anyone can get depressed over anything you know I think but uh, I don't know if I've gone into it in too much detail. I might have mentioned this, uh, but anyway, to go over it again. Obviously, there's always new people listening. But uh, in life, we have and in therapy, there's there's the actual self versus the ideal self. Mm. So for someone coming into therapy, the actual self is is where they're at in the here and now. So if, if they're depressed, if they're anxious, if they're uh, a breakup or job loss or whatever it is that's that's where they're at in the here and now that's the actual self mm. now consciously or unconsciously and this is ta- kind of tapping into what you were saying there a little bit that's evaluated against the ideal self so this is not the ideal version of themselves this is the mm. ideal version of their own life where you want to be yeah the greater the gap between those two the greater the level of unhappiness okay so ultimately, you want to try and bridge that gap to get you from where you're at to where you want to be. Mm. Now, sometimes as I said, that's that's totally unconscious, and that's where I'll come in and I'll ask the questions and I'll, you know, kind of try and get them to that get them to that point. So I think that's the kind of existential kind of piece in it uh, of not living an authentic life, not mm. being genuine, not feeling like your life has a purpose, has a meaning, or anything like that. So, so there's, so there's that element of it. Mm. Um, so there's also the genetic element you know if, if it's in the family yeah. you know you're going to be more prone to it if you've been depressed you're likely going to be more you're going to be depressed again in the future um, but it's it, it's all those things you know it's the hopelessness it's mm. the uh, feeling of worthlessness it's the sleeping not enough it's the you know this is why it's different from sadness yeah yeah you know and you know that that hopelessness and that you know so very often you know I've seen many clients many depressed clients that you know, I've seen clients that would, that would come in every week that wear the exact same clothes I've seen clients that wouldn't wash themselves that lack of interest in themselves that lack of interest in hygiene yeah and I had clients going like sure, what's the fucking point in getting out of bed mm. I've nothing to get up for but they obviously got up for something though yeah yeah yeah, and That's this is where, you know, people that are unemployed, into. they can get depressed because their life has no purpose, their life has no meaning mm. of, what's the fucking point? Mm. What difference does it make sure if I get up at nine o'clock in the morning? That means I've got 12 hours of doing fucking nothing to mm. contend with. Yeah. So that, that's the hopelessness, that's the worthlessness, that's the just kind of giving up on themselves and giving up on giving up on life. Mm. 
are there more depressed people now than ever? Or are we quicker to diagnose depression now? Yeah, probably, probably a little bit of that. But, you know, I think the change in society. um, Now, we think of depression as a modern problem. That, you know, this is modern world and modern society that has made us depressed. But the found depression in kind of Asian, ancient societies that are still there, kind of tribal Mm. Tribal tribes, <laughs> the, the, tribal the kind of tribes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only tribe the, I know is Quest. <laughs> <laughs> the, the founded in tribes in you know the jungles of Paraguay or you know areas of South Africa. So it's there in still in primitive societies, mm. which would lead us to believe that it's it's not a modern problem. This has always been there, yeah. And it goes back to the piece then you're asking earlier of kind of. Why do we get depressed or what's... And, and back to the point I was making of it has to serve a purpose. Mm. What is the purpose of this? That it's been there since primitive times. It hasn't gone away. We might be able to actually identify it as a gene. Why is that gene still getting passed on? Mm. There has to be some some okay. purpose to it. So there's one one study, uh, one um, evolutionary psychologist and... Um, his his kind of theory is that it's uh, it's an, an adaptation for analyzing complex problems. So for people that are depressed, they will ruminate. They will kind of constantly and obsessively think about something. So whether it's a breakup, and you know you can't stop thinking about the ex, or you know you're going over it and over it and over it, mm. or something else has happened, and you know you, you need to stop thinking. And people will be saying you need to stop thinking about it. Like you're going to fucking you're wrecking your own head there. Like you need to fucking. You need to get over it. But this this kind of theory is that it's that attempt to try and figure it out, to try and make make sense of it. Which is what your brain will do. It'll try and figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. So that's that's where the kind of the the rumination will come from. That that goes along with with depression. Mm. So that's kind of one of the one of the kind of psychological reasons that, you know, that there must be some um, there must be some sort of function to this. So there was a study where they did um, uh, a study with people that were depressed and 80% of them found that there was some benefit to ruminating. To obsessing so they could even something. They could even say themselves that there's there's a benefit to this. Mm. Um, trying to assess problems and, you know, trying to avoid future mistakes. Mm-hmm. Which again is what our brain will do. It'll try and figure stuff out and go, let's not make that same mistake twice. Exactly. Which is normal. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, th- so there's that. Um, there is a value to it in in that sense. If there wasn't a value, it wouldn't be passed on. This this thing mm. would have would have would have passed. So the the other kind of the, the other side of it then from from an evolutionary point of view, and it may tie into the tie into that piece around uh, the inflammation. Uh, and what it looks like when you're sick. So if you have the flu, if you're sick, it looks so much like depression. Mm. Change in sleep, change in attitude, or a change in appetite, low energy, irritable, not wanting to socialize, all of those things that come along with depression. So if your body, and if and if this kind of goes along with the, um, with the kind of inflammation theory, if, if your body is or your brain perceives the body as sick then 
this this kind of all matches up if right. depression it, is and you know we, we talk about a mental illness but uh, you know if your body thinks that this is actually it's sick yeah it's going to try and repair it it's not just all in your head mm. and it does all these things yeah, so yeah. so from an evolutionary point of view you know we if we look at the at the sleep so hyper hypersomnia or insomnia so if you're in a weakened state it pays to be vigilant so you're not going to sleep as well mm-hmm. you're going to be on edge you're going to be woke up with the slightest sound because mm. you're in a you're in a fragile state you're vulnerable yeah with the hypersomnia of um, sleeping too much well that's what you do when you're sick energy conservation mm. don't burn calories go into shutdown mode it sounds to me like when your phone is about to calve it and it goes we've gone into ultra battery saver mode here's a very light version of your own phone and you can't use these apps anymore because we need all this energy just to keep the basics of your phone absolutely over. absolutely you're running you're running on, on minimum Mm. you're just idling over just just enough to get by yeah. because it's calorific it'll be a waste of calories yeah mm. so not sleeping because you're extra vigilant because you're in a weakened state listening out for predator threats or mm. environmental threats or sleeping too much in an effort to to reserve energy mm. go into go into shutdown mode so that's just on the sleep so well, why would you? Why would you isolate yourself? Why would you infect a tribe <laughs> mm. if you're sick? Yeah, if you've got a contagious disease, withdraw. Exactly. Yeah, don't spread it around. Yeah. Yeah. Change mm. in appetite. Change in sleep. Low energy. Shut down. Conservation. Mm. So the there's, new study is telling us basically that anti-inflammatories may help depression. This is this is one of the yeah. So this is one of the things they're looking mm. into now. I think I think there has been small studies, but you know, obviously they need to be repeated. To, to and this is the thing mm. about science, and this is why psychology isn't technically science, because science is repeatable. So it's it's scientific to say, if I put you in a room, and I take out all the oxygen, you will die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we repeat that? Yes, we can. Okay, so it's a mm. scientific fact that we require oxygen to yeah. live. Psychology isn't exactly science because you're not going to get the same results every time. It's more bespoke. It's it's down mm. to the individual. Yeah. You know, if we could say, well, um, if this person does this task, they won't be depressed. Mm. And we do that. And every time we do that, we get the same result. We could say that's a scientific, that's yeah. a scientific result. Well, let's look at the scientific now. Do the drugs work? Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can do. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I've spoken about it before. You're not going to get to the root cause. You know, and, and many people I see, the majority the majority of the problem, if it's not something in their life in the here and now, like a breakup or something like that, and that's grief and that's loss. And we spoke about it when, mm. on last week's episode of the person that lost their job and the grieving process around that. Yeah. You know, it's usually something from the past, something unresolved from mm. the past. Now, the, the interesting thing about depression is in young teens and children, depression doesn't look like depression as we know it as adults. They're irritable. They're angry. They're lashing out. So it looks like anger. Okay. Whereas, in fact, they could be depressed. Freud, Freud, Sigmund Freud said that depression was anger turned inward. 
so we turned that anger in on ourselves. Which, so you're you know, you're attacking yourself basically. You which sounds saying. a lot like the self-loathing that goes yeah, along yeah, yeah. with. You mentioned with, that with earlier. You know, I'm yeah. worthless. I'm no good to anybody, and it's all yeah, my fault, yeah. kind of a thing. So and, and look, whether that's anger, that's anger at life, because as you mentioned, you know, you're not a millionaire, but you can't direct that anger anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you turn it at yourself for maybe having ludicrous ideas or for your life not being how you want it. Anger at God that you can't direct at God, so you you turn it inwards. Mm-hmm. So. You know, but I just thought it was interesting that, you know, how it manifests in young children and going back to something from the 1800s with with Sigmund Freud. Yeah. What can depression lead to? Death. Is that the ultimate step before suicide is depression? Well, you tend to not get happy people committing suicide. Mm. So can you go from, um, let's say, smaller psychological issues and then build Mm -hmm. it up and let's say go to loneliness they move on to look, lack of self-esteem or anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. They move on yeah. to depression. And then your yeah. next step is... Very, yeah, very much can be. So if you get those things around depression of isolating yourself, withdrawing, mm. okay, so you have less human contact, you're on your own, going to start to feel lonely, maybe mm. going to start to feel like people don't care. What's, what's your way out of that? What's the point? No one cares about me. I might as well just fucking kill myself. So that's when depression becomes a problem, when you start to have... Suicidal yeah. thoughts. Well, it's a it's a, pro- it's a problem for anyone that's experienced it. You know, it's uh, and you know I've touched on it a little bit in, in in the first episode in my own story. You know, it's something I've I've experienced over the years. Like you know, it flares up every now and again. Mm. Um, you know, it's a fucking horrible feeling. But I can function with it. Right. You know, I can always get up. I can always go to work. Um, some people, you know, they can't get out of it. So, can Whether, you have different extremes of depression, or is it just your ability to deal with it? I mean, look it up. There's two differences. So there's so where it's a kind of longer term. You know, you've got a major depressive disorder. That's something you're going to have to live with for most of your life, is it? Well, not necessarily, but it means it's it's longer than two weeks. You know, it can okay. go on for it can go on for months. Do you learn to live with depression, or can you get rid of it altogether? Yeah, I think I think as I said, look, it you know for me, you know, it flares up every now and again. Mm. Um, but how do you, you know, know like, I, I can live with it some people can't mm. you know it's like well some people can feel a little bit anxious some people can have panic attacks okay you know you can be a little bit depressed you can be a little bit depressed mm. you can be a little bit anxious you can be a little bit anxious how do you go about your job then because as a psychotherapist you have to listen to other people's worries and their difficulties and you're sitting there going yeah well you think you've problems? I've fucking problems. Yeah, no, that's that's never been, and probably the reason why it doesn't affect me as bad is because I've got something to invest energy into. I got a, I've got a purpose. I've got something to get out of bed for. Mm. And obviously, because I'm self-employed, I fucking have to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> Bills ain't gonna pay themselves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you find um, that your job helps get you out of depression? Um. To be honest, I tend to pull myself out of it. I tend to, look, that's my sort of default. That's my go-to, you know, kind of rely on myself. And How do you do it? I I, I think I just have learned to kind of let it pass. You know, I tend to not fight it. To go back to to what we spoke about last week and the two arrows, you know, Mm. I don't add that second arrow. And getting pissed off, you know. I, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Look, I just got to give this a few days. I'll, I'll, I'll be grand. Mm. I'll pick myself up. It's, it's, it's happened around 
actually one of the, actually one of the times one of the very common times it happens is uh, around the the anniversary of the spinal surgery flares up every okay. every every year it seems to flare up kind of around that time why is that which has which has I don't know but it has me question around was it, is it the trauma is it the you know such an invasive procedure um, mm. is there is there something around that now look a lot of shit happened after that time as well and right yeah whether it's just everything combined uh, I don't know but that that would be a that would be a common kind of one mm. I mean I've I've had clients before where as as their children hit ages that they would have experienced trauma like sexual abuse and stuff like that mm. they would find themselves getting down they would find themselves turning to drink they have found themselves attempting suicide you know unconsciously we we seem to remember these dates or these times in our life that consciously we're not going, oh, well, this thing happened when you were such and such an age and now your child is at such and such an age. Let's let's get depressed about that. Mm. Just unconsciously that that, that stuff um, plays out, you know, on an unconscious level. And um, but yeah, I just I just I've learned to just let it pass. Try not to fight it. I kind of have the confidence okay. that yeah, I'll be I'll be OK. Other people don't have that. Do you have any little do you have any little tricks you do? Uh, when you do find yourself getting down like ah, I'm going to give myself a coffee or I'm going to buy this or I'm going to do something here to kind of cheer me up or you know or I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to eat a big Chinese takeaway and it's going to be great or out of a glass of wine or a glass of gin or a beer or something uh, well, I don't think so there's nothing there's nothing that I'm thinking something that might yeah. give you just that initial little kind of <laughs> at all bad <laughs> you know no, I'm kind of racking my head here. Is there anything to do? I think I just, I don't kick the bollocks on myself. Mm. You know, kind of, I'll look, it'll pass. You know? It will go, yeah. Yeah, I can feel it coming on. Um, I, I think actually, I think what, what, what really helps uh, is being social. Seeing friends, you know, making the effort. Mm. Be around. Um, actually, I spoke about it on the episodes before where I, you know, I woke up in a fucking hoover mood and I could kind of feel it coming on. Mm. I was like, oh, this fucker, I can feel this fucker <laughs> creeping in the background here now. What's, yeah, what's yeah. this about? And it was the day before we had a phone call. I was on the phone to you. I oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we were just having a chat and we were having to crack. Mm. And that, that, just helped to, that just helped to lift my mood. Yeah. So um, being social, you know, chatting to yeah, friends, family. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think that helps. Um, uh, yeah, I think probably for me. And, and I think actually... Uh, a large, a large component of of my own depression is probably uh, that isolation, probably a little bit of social isolation. Okay, uh, which can contribute. Work can be look. Work as a therapist is uh, it's antisocial. You know, you tend mm. to work antisocial hours. Yeah, you know, you don't have colleagues in work. We all no. sit around the canteen and chat or anything or yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody you're across not, the way or beside you exactly. Yeah, 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 you'd miss you know, that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and look, I'm, I'm a single guy as well, so, mm. um, you know, I'm not coming home. How was your day? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even have my dog anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used, to have, I used to have Evie. I had to get rid of her because of James's asthma. You know, so that that, that, that can play into that can play into myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of, you know, things I would find probably a trigger for, for my low mood. Okay, yeah. Yeah. As you say, we're all social creatures. Yeah. You know. yeah, now that that's just me. Other people have other, they have other things that uh, mm. contribute to how they've been feeling. You know, people that have been 
depressed for years and you know as I've been working with them there's been childhood trauma there's been abuse there's been sexual abuse physical abuse neglect mm. you know and that's that's what's that's what's been feeding their their depression yeah so there's but some you know, sort of trigger that yeah uh, gets inside you or reminds you yeah mm. yeah okay um and when we get depressed we tend to go for the wrong food. We tend to go for the shy mm-hmm. food and the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. sweets, oh, the I'm bars, guilty, the I'm crisps, guilty of that uh, one. <laughs> that's, that's my big one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Other, other people might turn to drink, but yeah, I'll, I'll turn to the fucking junk food. But it obviously Sweet. gives an initial kind of little... Yeah, 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 but then yeah. after a while you go, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and again, look, uh, you know, we touched on this, uh, touched on her at the start. You know, from an evolutionary point of view, you don't crave a salad. Mm. <laughs> you know how many calories you get from a salad? Fuck all. Ah, salad. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have fucking cream. salad cream back in caveman <laughs> times, man. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should even look at what is a celery. Celery is negative calories. You burn more calories than you consume eating it. Like, oh, I love celery. <gasps> do you? I do. Crunchy it's, water. It's actually crunchy delicious. fucking water. It's really man. salty. Yeah. I love salt. Oh, man. I, oh. You know what? I'd love to be like you. No, I'd love to like stuff like that. I don't. I don't like salad. I don't like vegetables this goes back to a lot of a lot of stuff in childhood being forced to, to eat your dinner you're not fucking leaving that table until yeah 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 the that's done around it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we probably do eating. with our kids as well to an extent come on nah, eat hurry I don't. up hurry nah, up nah. no 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 I was literally you weren't allowed to leave the table yeah yeah food would be gone cold I don't give a fuck if it's gone cold you're not leaving that fucking table yeah it's, it's very gone. negative isn't it yeah yeah and I would literally gag yeah you know, I, this is why, you know, my diet can be shite at times because I don't like salad. I don't like a lot of vegetables uh, because of that. When we do experience. an episode on nutrition, I'll give you loads of recipes where you can munch away in your veg and it tastes like wedges. Stick it in the, stick it in the smoothie, man. I'll be all right. But it's, it's, it's about the texture of the food as well. That's, mm. that, that's what gets to me. That's not how we got that. We got talking about we got yeah. talking about food and vegetables oh, and like, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we, don't, we don't crave a salad. We don't yeah, crave yeah. a salad. And the reason we don't crave a salad is because... There's fuck all nutritional value to it. But you can eat as much salad as you want because there's very few calories. Mm. When you look, if you weigh up a salad versus uh, a starch or a carbohydrate, you know, which 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 has more? Which course, is going to give yeah. you more energy? Which is, you know, and again, going back to caveman times of, you know, you didn't have breakfast, you didn't have elevensies, you didn't have lunch, you didn't have afternoon mm. tea, you didn't have your dinner, you didn't have your supper. You fucking ate when the opportunity arose. Yeah, and you ate meat. Lean you meat, meat. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So you didn't, you know, pack but, out the um, the pasta and the bread and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. But but what happened then was, and what and and this is the thing, and you know, vegetarians aren't going to like to hear this. The reason you can choose to be a vegetarian is because all your ancestors had meat. The protein we gained from being able to eat meat meant we had this brain that was able to develop. Okay, yeah. And the the genius thing that we did was we learned to use fire to cook. So we learned to cook food. Mm. Cooked meat doesn't require as much chewing. You know, you could be chewing on a raw bit of meat there for yeah, yeah. hours, and that 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 consumes calories. Eating it, mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to burn calories. You want to consume calories, mm-hmm. so you have energy and you have fat storage. So when we learned to use fire, that that changed so much. We could mm-hmm. cook meat, didn't require as much chewing, didn't require, didn't require as many calories. We were taking in more calories. We could store that fat to get us through to get us through leaner months. We crave sugar, which gives us energy, uh, and we crave fat. Those are the things from an evolution, which is why you want your chipper, which is why you crave your chipper, which is why you crave your chocolate or your crisps. Mm. Nine times out of ten, you're not craving a salad. You might like a salad, but you're not going, oh, man, you know, after after fucking feed a beer and you're hungover the next day, you're not going, 
Oh, get me a fucking bit of spinach. Oh, a bit of rocket. That's fucking savage, man. I'm loving that shit. No, you want fucking greasy chips. You want greasy kebab. You want sugary food. You want, you want fatty food. Good foods. soakage, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, that's, yeah. Why, that's why you've evolved to to crave those things because there yeah. was a lot of evolutionary benefit to so, them. So if you're depressed, you're probably going to be eating shite. You're going to look to get a boost in some way, that in whatever way you can. Mm. But of course, what goes up? Most come down. Most come down, yeah, exactly. And then, we, you know, you're eating, you're eating your emotions then. Mm. Eating through your feelings. Yeah. And as you said um, earlier about uh, weight loss and weight gain, obviously weight gain mm-hmm. is just sitting mm-hmm. at home eating shite all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, weight yeah. loss is you're just not doing no anything. Appetite. You yeah. know. Not and again, you know, I, I would guess, I can't remember specifically, but I would guess from that, well, are you sick? Have you eaten something? Have you ingested something that might be poisonous? You know, which is why, you know, is that... I would guess that would be my kind of educated guess of you know. What do you not, mean about poisonous? Eating. Well, if you've eaten something that's made you sick, which is why, and I'd say if I was to do it, if I was to make a gagging noise, people listening to this, some people listening to this would probably start to gag. Mm-hmm. So if you see someone getting sick, and that smell of sick hits you, oh yeah, you see other people starting to get sick. So again, mm. this is going back to that tribal part of well, if we all ate the same food and you've ingested something that's poisonous then we need to make sure the whole tribe doesn't do the same thing. Get yeah. that out of their system. Mm. So this is why when you when you see someone vomiting or you hear someone gagging, other people go, Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> the best the best person with a gag with a fake gag is uh, did you ever watch it's always sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kate and Olsen. Oh man, she is fucking brilliant. Oh, Her gag. Yes, uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the best fake gag ever. Yeah. Vomit. <laughs> Yeah, so there's one thing we didn't touch on, and you know, obviously, it's not something we can we can experience necessarily. Although some men do postnatal depression. Oh yeah, it's interesting. You know, that's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's one that yeah. gets that's one that gets uh, overlooked a lot. And you know, I would get I would get some women uh, coming into me for that. Actually, I get some women specifically coming to me because I'm a man and because they wouldn't want to go to another woman. Why? The fear to be judged on being a mother. Right. That warrants its own episode, actually, with the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had I've had many a female client for that mm. reason, particularly around parenting, particularly around um, uh, being a being a mother. Mm. You know, and again, look a lot of very very similar symptoms. Yeah, sleeping agitated, loss of appetite, crying easily, feeling yeah. overwhelmed, um, and you know the women in those situations, and you know they can feel inadequate, panicking rejecting their baby rejected mm. by their baby uh, worrying about how they are as a mother yeah um, well let's talk about the dads as well in this because yeah, yeah. you know it's something that's not spoken about enough but yeah it's a bloody shock to the system oh, <laughs> you 100%. know you yeah. this little little person to look after and um, you're kind of awake half the night checking their breathing checking they're not dead they're not trying oh, yeah. to kill themselves falling yeah. out of the night I remember waking up in a fucking panicked state like that yeah oh like I know we have one of those sensory alarms where you know if the child stops breathing for 10 seconds it goes off mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. that goes off even by <laughs> accident yeah, yeah you levitate off the bed and you're like yeah. um, Bugs Bunny you know yeah. your legs are spinning in the air and you're going mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean or, or the other one the child's sleeping in the bed with you 
And you wake up in the middle of the night afraid you fucking roll over in it or something. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> but even down to the thing of um, doing the right thing. Am I doing the right thing? Am I... Yeah. They're yeah. not eating. What's wrong? They're crying. I can't get them to stop. You know, the, 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 there's no instructions with this thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And, and that's, that's what a change in say. lifestyle as well. You know, because yeah, you're not going out. Say, you're yeah. not going out in the lash anymore. You're not hanging around with your mates in the pub. You have responsibilities. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, you can't invite a few people over for food and drink and that. And you can't just go mm. and drop the hat you got mm. things to do you know your life yeah. revolves around these and it's a big change oh it is yeah yeah and you know that's that's what I always say to the clients oh did you not get the manual mm-hmm. oh, they must have forgot to give you the manual in the hospital yeah you don't fucking come with a manual but this is the thing and this is where you know where the women suffer mm. because you've got all the societal expectation of being the perfect mother yeah and, yeah yeah of course uh, you know oh, you know what to do your maternal instinct will kick in mm. you know we, we didn't always know what to do but we grew up and we lived in tribes they the elders. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's, that, what's that all saying? It takes it takes a village to raise a raise child. A child. Or yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You know, you had your mother, you had your grandmother. There was aunts, there was sisters, mm. there was you know who've had babies, who've had kids, and they could they could step in. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know a lot of a lot of the women that I would see, a lot of the depression is f- feeling to fail as a mother. Mm. Um, you know that they can't keep their shit together uh, their, their friends are coping better than them and, I, and I'll say to them they're not because they're fucking in here during the week as well Not obviously not their friends but other women are in here yeah, with the same yeah, thing yeah, yeah. no one has their shit together yeah. you need to get rid of that fucking thought everyone is putting on a show mm. everyone is putting out the clean child you didn't see the fucking row they're out there baiting the fucking heads off of you. They're going, I fucking told you to get the fucking child shoes. Will mm. you fucking... Da, 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 da. I got the fucking shoes. The child took the shoes. You know, but then yeah, when yeah. they go out into public, oh, jeez, oh, jeez, oh, she's looking great. Da, 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 yeah. Da, da. Yeah, yeah, of course you are. Or they're, they're up fucking four hours early tidying the house because their friend is calling over. Mm. And then the friend calls over and goes, jeez, our fucking house all was spotless. My yeah. house looks like a fucking tip. It's all show. No yeah. one fucking manages well. It's a fucking baby. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Go easy to fuck on yourself. Yeah. So what the fucking place isn't clean? Yeah. And I th- and this is where a lot of the women come to me instead of going to a woman because all the other women will be saying to be judging them. She's mm. in the fucking houses in the state. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I go, and, I'm, and I'm saying they're looking to me as a profession. It's like, so what fucking difference does it make? House is untidy. So fucking what? Mm. What difference oh, yeah. does that make? <laughs> well, I have to. Do you have to? Do you really? Well, there's just ties all over the place, and the dishes have to be washed. And mm. what? what? What's the problem? We it's got just... great advice the first time we we became parents. Somebody basically said to us, uh, "I forget who it was. Maybe I should remember. Possibly still have a baby, Brent." But uh, <laughs> we uh, were told that if somebody's calling over to see the baby and, uh, do you know what, somebody calls over and, you know, you're making mm-hmm. tea and biscuits and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Tell them to bring milk and tea or biscuits. You're calling over, Grant, pick up a packet of biscuits. Or yeah, come here, we yeah, need milk, yeah. pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so simple. Yeah. Actually, do you know, do you know what I'm seeing in, in, in parents nowadays? Uh, and obviously they're getting, the, they're getting the advice from somewhere and it's good advice. Well, if you want to come over... You know, oh sure, will you do a bit of cleaning? <laughs> or will you yeah. pick up the ties? You know, generally generally the family members, if the mother's calling over yeah, or yeah. the sister or the brother or something. You know, if you want to fucking help them, help them. 
Yeah. It's all when you go for you to hold the fucking baby there for five minutes, like. Yeah. They're holding it for the other 23 hours and yeah. 55 minutes. And then. You know, if yeah. you want to fucking help, give a tidy up. Yeah. yeah. yeah you sit down, look. Or you go for a fucking sleep there. Look, I'm fuck all. I'm here for the next two hours. Go on. You go, you go for a sleep there. I'll keep an eye on the baby. That's not going anywhere. Mm. That's the great thing about babies. It's grandma, they can't walk or crawl. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can put them down and they fucking stay there. They'll still be there. <laughs> it's yeah. when they get mobile. That's when you're fucked. They're boost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not a lot of women would take you up in that option because, again, it comes back to the judgment. Yeah. Of they have to be to seen, to have the it. shit together, have yeah, to yeah. be well presented, have to be all mm. of that. And it's all bollocks. And you might not get women saying it, but I'm fucking telling you, it's all bollocks. Oh, yeah, because they're in course, with yeah. me and they're all complaining of the same thing. Mm. Never had one client a couple of years ago. And her and a couple of friends, they all had kind of kids around the same age. And when she started that conversation of, you know, I'm not really coping, the fucking house is a mess. They were mm. all kind of, oh, my house is a mess as well. Oh, Jesus. And, you know, but should I touch yours? No, but should I go mad cleaning before you come over? Should I do the same? Should I come over? It's not like we don't know what a messy house looks like. Mm. Oh, the house is spotless. Shit, it's gleaming. Yeah. And sorry, and of course, excuse the mess. Excuse Exactly. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. see, you know, the yeah. Mr. Sheen has just blinded me. <laughs> they've, they've, thrown, they've thrown two shoes in the middle of the floor. Oh, God, excuse the mess. Jesus. I'm mortified. It's bollocks, man. It's fucking bollocks. Look after the child. Look after yourself. Fuck yeah, everything else after yeah, that. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You know, right. the house doesn't need to be cleaned. The dishes don't need to be washed. Or maybe they do if you start running out of dishes. What's well, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You, you get a takeaway or something. Yeah, cardboard plates. Be grand. <laughs> Carbo- yeah, exactly. The bin. Paper right. plates, run. Yeah, yeah man, that's oh, the environmental yeah. thing. But we'll allow it. We'll allow and it. And the recyclable. Be all right. Exactly. Put them yeah. recycle bin to be all right. Um, right, depression. Let's get shot mm. of it. Let's get rid of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, look, in some in some extreme states, you might need to go to the doctor. You might need medication. You might need your antidepressants. It's just to kind of level the mood off a little bit. If it's really bad, you might need to you might need to go down that road. Mm. Um, again, a lot of social support. You got to, you know, reaching out to people, talking to people. Um, look, all the things we talk about: exercise, diet, mm. um, meditation, yoga, um, and these are all the th- again. These are all the things that help with anti inflammation. Yeah. So a lot of things on, on that side, which we kind of lean to, well, maybe there is, maybe there's a stronger correlation here than than, we're, than, we're, than we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the alcohol. Again, watch the drinking. I've often heard alcohol is a depressant. Is that true? Yeah, well, it's a depressant in terms of how it affects the brain. It doesn't necessarily, what alcohol really is, is a magnifier. So alcohol will magnify what's already oh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're having the crack, you'll have even more crack. Hmm. If you're pissed off, you're going to be an angry bastard. Mm. If you're sad, you're going to be a depressed bastard. <laughs> you know, it's going to magnify what's already there. Yeah, yeah. It's just ease off on the drink. and obviously Watch, watch the drinking. And again, you know, you, you know the, the, the person in the, on last week that sent in around, you know, it got made redundant. Yeah, yeah. Drinking more, you know, just to escape. Well, what happens then when you're constantly trying to escape? Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. then, you're, then you're going down the going down the road to um, uh, to addiction watch the sugar you know again this is this is the diet thing watch the drinking watch the sugar watch the fatty foods watch the shite mm. look eat shite feel shite mm. true you know yeah. what I, norm- you what I normally say to clients yeah yeah what mm. I normally say to clients around um, around depression start with the basics exercise diet sleep mm. try and have a normal sleep pattern look after your 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 uh, kind of sleep hygiene 
um, as much as possible, stay out of the bedroom. You know, really your bedroom should be for sleeping. Mm. And if you're lucky, a bit of how is your father? But you can have that anywhere. If you're lucky. <laughs> but but have that around. Have your bedroom for sleep. Don't be going up to bed four hours before you do out of bed and watch the telly. Don't be mm. staying in your don't be staying in bed all day watching telly on your laptop. Even even if you're gonna stay on the fucking couch, go and stay on the couch yeah, all yeah. day mm. watching telly or on your laptop. Let your brain have that association of bedroom, bed, sleep. Mm. Shut down your uh, shut down your electronic stuff. You know, a while before you go to bed, give your brain that chance to shut down. Mm. Allow, allow the senses to kind of okay, let's all right, visual, auditory. Allow that mm. all that stuff to to go down. Get the exercise, even if it's going for a walk. Uh, have a shower, even that kind of symbolic of just imagining as you stand in the shower, just allowing that water to wash off. Mm. Some of some of that feeling. I've seen a thing on Facebook, and I know Facebook can be a bit ridiculous, but it was very simple advice, but effective, which is make your bed every morning. Did you see that video? Did you, did you see that video of the inspirational video? Your was that a some, video or was it a some admirable? Like, it's like some admirable in the, that's in the what Navy. That's was, yeah, yeah. Start every day by making your, your, your bed. Yeah. Yeah, I never do, so... <laughs> I kind of like drag the duvet over and fluff but up. But it was good. I remember watching. Up. I remember watching the ages ago. It's a very good. It's a very good talk. It's a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah so then, you know, they they be the kind of the, the main things. If you've got, you know, if you're the friend of someone that's depressed, if you're a partner, if you're a family member, don't take it personally. You know, you're you're frustrated as fuck because they can't do something, or they imagine how they feel. Yeah. You know, you you will never be as pissed off at someone that's depressed. As they are at themselves. They're fucking hating themselves. They're mm. hating themselves because they can't get out of bed. They're hating themselves because they can't go to an event. Because they don't have the energy to wash themselves. Mm. You know, they, they, they're going through enough. So, you know, try and, try and extend and look easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. But try and extend a little bit of compassion. If you suffer from depression, should you tell people... You suffer from yeah. depression. Really, yeah. you should. Got, it's something get that you need social to come out support. With. Yeah, because what you're going because your instinct is to isolate, mm. and so that's only going to compound the whole thing. Like, yeah, because now now you're not you're depressed, you're lonely, you're isolated. You know, tell people, reach out to people, going, look, man, feel a little bit down. You know, all right, oh, no worries, man. So I call around. So look, mom, oh, should fuck we go for a walk or we go for a coffee or you know, whatever, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's it's the one thing that, you know, re- really need to concentrate on that social support side of it mm. and reaching out to people. Don't, you know, really don't suffer in silence because as I said, it's not, it's not too long a trip before suicide isn't, isn't mm. too far away. All those things, those feelings, social isolation. Yeah. Leading to loneliness, leading to feeling nobody cares, leading to, well, this is just shit and I want out of this. Yeah. Well, one thing, you know, one thing to say if someone you do know has depression, don't for fuck's sake tell them to cheer up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never for thought of that. Cheer up. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> That's what I say. I used to say that to clients and go, <laughs> fuck's sake, sure, if everyone knew that secret, I'd be out of a job. You're anxious. Calm down. You, you could just do drive through psychotherapy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> open the hatch, do like the fucking, get over uh, it next day. Uh, the, the holy war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drive up. Cheer the fuck up. 
Splash. Next. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> there you go. Depression and anxiety cured. Brilliant. <laughs> Next. <laughs> what do you win for? <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't. Don't do that. I mean, people, they don't want to be fucking depressed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, telling them to cheer up. They know all this shit. They want to be cheered up. Mm. They don't want to be feeling the way they're feeling. But, yeah. and again, to consider this, this, this new theory, if the body and the mind is actually acting... Like it's a sickness. Mm. You wouldn't say to someone with the flu, get better. Yeah. Oh, grand. Oh, that's, that's where we've been missing out, man. That's where we've been missing out with the coronavirus. No mm. one's gone around and just fucking told people to get better. Yeah. Cop on to yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> get back up there. You're all right. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's leave it there. We really hope you like what you heard. If you do like it, give it a rating, subscribe. You can uh, leave a comment or if you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast, by all means, share it with them on your social media pages. Uh, it could make a big, big difference in their lives. Tell them about it. Share it. Uh, I don't know stick it on a carrier pigeon and fling it into the air or something I don't know but whatever however way we can get to other people we're happy enough um, we'd love to hear from you of course if there's anything you want us to cover or discuss and if you have got in touch we will get back to you very very soon uh, or if you've got a story to tell likewise if you have got in touch and we will be in touch with you soon then please give us a shout you can get us by email straighttalkingpodcast at gmail.com you can get us on twitter at straighttalkingpod we're on facebook and instagram as well you can follow the hashtag stmh uh want to give a big shout out to fiona brian for the podcast music deadly producer deadly beat maker this dude got he got more beats than a heart monitor yeah <laughs> you want to top that <laughs> anything in mind hmm Got more beats than a punch bag. All I was going to say is got more beats than a red-headed stepchild. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> got more beats than an organic farm. I don't know. <laughs> Guessing he hasn't got more beats than Dwight Schrute. Who's that? Fuck, the office, man. Who? The office. The American office. Dwight Schrute. Beats. I've never seen the American beats, one. Beats, bears, Battlestar Galactica. That means nothing to me. They're just oh, some man, random for words. Fuck's sake. No, I've seen the, the UK one, but I've never. Uh, yeah, I've seen one or two episodes of the American one. I went up. Better get into that. Never get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe maybe he's got more beats than Dwight Schrute. There you go. Somebody yeah. gets that somewhere. Somebody's <laughs> getting a kick out of that. There you go, Beat, John. Bears. Battles are Galactica. <laughs> FOB Beats. You can get him on Facebook. And if you're a singer, rapper, or whatever the hell you are, this dude will sort you out. Right, Alan Clark, last word with you. Alternative inspiration time. Go for it. No one has cheered up by being told to cheer up. Don't tell depressed people to cheer up. Street talk.